Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Some men dream of exploring outer space, of conquering the furthest reaches of the universe. But there are others who are still intrigued by the mysteries contained right here on Earth, or in the Earth. Our planet is nearly 8,000 miles in diameter, yet man's deepest explorations have taken him down only four miles. Suppose we use an egg to represent the Earth. That four miles represents a depth no thicker than the egg's shell. Yet, how much lies buried there? No. No, I don't want to see it. But you must see it. No, please. It has fallen to you to defend its secret. But why me? Fate, my friend. I could not know it would be you. No. You have no choice. Your curiosity is my ally. Good Lord. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. Our mystery drama, The Secret of the Aztecs, was written especially for Mystery Theater by Percy Granger and stars Mason Adams. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The lure of hidden treasure has always had an irresistible and sometimes fatal fascination for mankind. Prospectors died under a burning sun seeking the legendary city of El Dorado. Others have frozen to death trying to follow the northern lights, which they believed were the reflection of vast radium beds in the Arctic. And of course, we all think that if only we could discover the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, our troubles would be over. But would they? We're on the edge of a desert in the southwest. Howdy, mister. Feel a rock? Yes, please, regular. How far is it to the next town? Forty miles. But you ain't planning to drive across the desert tonight, are you? I have to. Got some important film I've got to mail back to the university to be developed. Are you a scientist? I'm, I'm a geologist. See, I've been photographing the seashells at the top of those mountains back there. Seashells at the top of a mountain? <laughs> yeah, we, we've known for a long time this area was once underwater. But these pictures will prove that the ocean was far deeper than we expected. Well, now, ain't that something? Are you sure you want to drive through the desert tonight? It's almost dark. I don't have time to waste. These photographs are important. I'm telling you, it ain't safe. Oh? What do you mean? Oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, you'd, uh, better let me check under your hood. There's no need. My oil's fine. No, no, I'd better do it. Well, all right. Strange fellow. 
Hey, what are you doing? My engine's fine. Uh, just tightening one of your plugs. Uh, that's four fifty for the gas. Yeah. There you go. Sure wish you'd reconsider. Uh, thanks for the concern, but I'll be okay. so superstitious. <laughs> it's almost as if he were trying to frighten me. What are we so worried about? Now for the news. Local authorities confess they are stumped by the mysterious disappearances of four people reported missing over a period of several weeks in the desert west of San Miguel. Desert? Hey, that's here. The four seem to have had nothing in common, nor can any motive be found to explain why they have vanished. Uh, Sheriff Wesley Parman is with us tonight in our studio. I'm sorry to say we have no leads at this time, but the desert's a big place, and we're continuing the investigation. Uh, Sheriff Parman, you think it could be murder? I would not want to make that assumption until we find the bodies. It is possible they just lost their way. But isn't it strange that all four disappeared in the same place on Highway 17? It could be just a coincidence. Thank you, Sheriff. Motorists are advised not to drive after sundown as all the disappearances have occurred at night. Highway 17. That's what I'm on. So that's what that gas station fellow is trying to warn me about. But why didn't he just come right out and say it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to let it scare me. What? What's happening? I mean, why, why, is my, why is my car stopping? Oh, boy, now I have it a fix. Middle of nowhere. Well, I'd better start walking. Someone's bound to come on. Huh, just my luck. My car breaks down right where four people... No, 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 no. I better not think about that. Headlights? Hey, where did they come from? I looked back not ten seconds ago, and there was no one in this road for miles. Is that your car back up the road? Yeah, yeah, it is. I suppose you'd like a ride. No, I, I think I, I can walk, thanks. It's still 25 miles to the next town. Wow. Well... Maybe I am being silly. Thank you. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> My name is, um, Jim. Jim Hudson. I'm Quitzel. <laughs> That's an odd name. Not odd. It's Aztec. Aztec. I thought they were extinct. Well, I'm a, I'm a, a geologist. I've just made a new discovery. I was taking some pictures of seashells. On Mount Chiricahua. You know about them. I know everything about this desert. Everything. Your discovery is not new. I, I think it's pretty important. This film, uh, it's not valuable, not in money terms. My uh, camera is just an old... Why are you shaking? You cold? No, 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 no. Well, uh, I tell you, it was that report on the radio about the missing people. Did you, did you hear it? You can't get reception out here. What? Huh? But I was just listening to it. You seem plenty nervous. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate you driving me into town. Who said I was going to town? You're not? 
Why should I go to town? I live out here. But, but where? I, the map doesn't show any side roads. You can spend the night with me. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm in a terrible hurry. I... Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. What are you doing? How, how can you turn off the highway? There's no road. You just hang on, fella. Deserted. Really, I wish you'd show me how to get back to the road. I like the lamp. Uh, what do you think of Quetzal's cabin, eh? Everything is so antique. This calendar says 1912. Tonight, you help me keep watch. Keep watch? Tonight... Quetzal will be attacked. Attacked? By who? You mentioned four people who disappeared? Yeah, vanished into thin air. They did not just vanish. Nobody just vanished. That's superstition. They were murdered. Murdered? By... By the savage. Savage? I call him Miskotl. After the Aztec god of the hunt... Miss Goddard means cloud serpent. Cloud serpent? But there is no such thing. You will recognize him when you see him. He always carries arrows of lightning. But I don't understand. What is this savage hunting that he's killed four people? Come. I will show you. Your footing. It must be a thousand feet down. Oh, 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 are we going out on that ledge? No, no. Not the ledge. It would give way. We must continue straight up. Where are you taking me? You will see. No. No, I don't want to go any further. Whatever it is, I don't want to see it. You have no choice. Either way, the savage will assume you have seen what he is after. In this cave is what we have come to see. Good Lord. I'm I'm never... I don't believe my eyes. Believe, my friend? Well, this treasure, the entire cave is filled. Chest after chest. Plates, jewelry, statues. What? This is the finest piece of all. Crown. A headdress. Solid gold. With the tails of 500 birds of paradise. Why, it's just like the headdress they say Montezuma wore. It is his headdress. What? What you are looking at, my friend, is the treasure of Montezuma. People have searched for this for centuries. But the Aztec Empire was 1,500 miles to the south. How did it get all the way up here? The fatal mistake of the greedy has always been to underestimate the stamina of the Aztec. They assume we must have hidden the treasure near Mexico City the night the Spaniards marched into the citadel. But our remnant 
carried it to the north, to this spot. They intend to use it one day to rebuild the great Aztec Empire. But shortly after, they were ambushed and wiped out by the Apache. Well, then how did you find it? One woman survived the massacre. She bore a son and passed the secret on for him. He told his son, and so it has come down, this most sacred trust. For it was understood that the only way to assure that the treasure would never be found was if there was always one person who knew its location. But I have no heirs. So now it's up to me. Yes. As it was up to the four before you. But they're dead. They were not clever enough. Let us hope you will be. Come, we must go back to my cabin and wait for the savage. I will give you this gun. But it's only an old flintlock. It will serve. Does this savage know where the treasure is? No. But in his never-ending search, he is coming too close. That is why it has been necessary for me to bring you here. Why don't you stop him yourself? That is not possible. I don't understand. You will. But if he's killed four people, why don't you go to the police? The savage, like the Indian, has learned the art of concealment. Even the police could not stop him. One more thing I must tell you. Let me buy or we'll find out whether this old rifle works or not. You must remember... The way to the treasure. So it will be safe forever. The others were murdered because they did not... You get out of my way or I'll shoot. Lord! It did work, this old flintlock. Oh, oh no. Quetzal. Quetzal. Oh, man. Oh, no. He's dead. The road. Help! Help me! Stop! Say, fella, you okay? Please help me. You ought to be out here, not on this road. Ain't you hurt? I know, I know, I know. Just, just give me a lift into town. Sounds like you've been running quite a ways. What happened? Oh, I don't know. Just take me to the sheriff's office. Wesley Parmons? Sure. But uh, why? Because I've, I've just killed a man. What? I, I, I just killed an old man back there. What are you doing? What? Why are you pointing that gun at me? You think I'd drive this road without protection? Get out. And don't try anything funny. Oh, no. No, you can't do that. There's a killer loose out here, mister. I ain't taking any chances. But I didn't kill those other people. I think the man that I shot did. Get out. I didn't mean to shoot him. I thought the gun was just an antique. When Quetzal gave it to me, it looked like an old flintlock. Quetzal? Did you say Quetzal? Yes. Mister, you must be crazy. What? He didn't commit those murders. Why not? Because old man Quetzal's been dead for 65 years. Has our friend been in another world? 
on an astral plane? If so, he's going to have plenty of problems now that he's back to Earth. And if not, well, there's always the savage, who could be a man or, perhaps even more terrifying, a state of mind. I'll return shortly with Act Two. happen in the desert. The children of Israel survived there for many years on nothing but lichen. The desert sunflower, with its hauntingly beautiful bloom, flourishes on the side of an enormous dune where no water has ever fallen. And how many people, lost for days and half-crazed from thirst, have seen shimmering images of things that were not there at all. That old man can't have been dead 65 years. I tell you, I saw him. Well, I'm telling you, it's impossible. My car broke down and he picked me up in an old truck like a Model T or something. He took me to his cabin and I tell you, I killed him. Mister, I don't think it's the sheriff you ought to see. What? Where are you taking me? I tell you, Doc, I had a heck of a time getting him here. I had the nurse give him a sedative. I've seen the desert do a lot of strange things to people, but this guy's really off. I want to have a talk with him. Maybe I can ascertain what he's suffering from. I think you'd better come in, too. You might be able to help. Sure, Doc. Uh, Mr. Hudson? Uh, Mr. Hudson? Yes. My name is Dr. Hinckley. Where, where, where am I? You're in the hospital in San Miguel. Phil, I've got to send it in. Mr. Parks, do you know what he's talking about? No. He didn't have nothing with him when I picked him up. This man, he he pulled a gun on me. He was going to shoot me. Is that true, Mr. Parks? No, of course not. I don't even own a gun. But I tell you, I saw it. Mr. Parks, I think you'd better leave us alone. Okay. I am not sick. I'm a geologist. I'm with the university. Maybe you'd better ring up Sheriff Palmer and ask him to come over here. Sure thing, Doctor. Where's my film? I had some very important photographs. Now, you just lie back and relax, Mr. Hudson. I saw that old man as plain as I see you. Now, we all know about Quetzal here. He was a strange man, a hermit. But I don't think even he had the power to return from the grave. <laughs> now I know what he meant when he said his secret would be safe. <laughs> it's so fantastic, no one would listen to me. So what secret is that, Mr. Hudson? I don't know. If I told you, then you'd really think I was nuts. I, uh, I think we'd better keep you here a while for observation. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a prisoner? You're an intelligent man, Mr. Hudson. I'm sure you can appreciate that from our point of view, your tale is, well, to say the least, fantastic. I am not staying here. Hello, Doc. Charlie Parks gave me a call. I came right over. Hello, Sheriff. What's up? Well, this fellow here's got a, a pretty weird story. Mr. Parks found him wandering in the desert. Is that... Is that the sheriff? That's right, fellow. Wesley Parman's name. Sheriff, this man is holding me here against my will. And that other guy brought me here at gunpoint and refuses to admit it. Is this whole town crazy? According to Charlie, you were going on about old man Quetzal. You claim you shot him. Is that right, Mr. Uh... uh... The name on the driver's license is in his pocket. It says uh, Hudson. That is my name. Well, 
Did you shoot him? Wes, I don't think it's a good idea to humor him. I know, Doc, but I'm staring down the barrel of four unsolved murders, and at this point I'm prepared to follow up any lead I got. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you accusing me of murdering those other people? I'm not accusing you of anything. Don't get excited. Let's first of all try to clear up the mystery of this man you claim you shot. You think it may have been someone simply claiming to be Quetzal? Uh, that's the obvious explanation. Here, Mr. Hudson, take a look at this old photograph. Is that man you say you shot? Yeah. Is that him? That is Quetzal, all right. Mr. Hudson, why don't you tell me exactly what happened? I shot him from point-blank range, but it was self-defense. You're saying you were attacked by a ghost? Well, no, not exactly. Come to think of it, it was almost as if he wanted me to shoot him. I see. You think you could remember the spot where all this happened? No, no, I don't want to go back there. Son, whatever has happened, I know you've had a rough night, but I think you better consider your situation. Wes, the patient is under sedation. I can't permit you to interrogate him. The only way we're going to get to the bottom of this is if we try to retrace your steps. Well, I'm afraid I can't allow you to take him out of the hospital in his condition. Well, all right, all right. Look, Doc... I'm a big boy. I'll take full responsibility. You're sure this is the spot? Well, I... I think so. It's hard to tell. Everything looks the same on here, especially in the dark. Well, I don't see no body. It has to be here somewhere. I don't know. Maybe we better just go back to the hospital. Oh, sure, please. What's this? Well, it looks like a camera case. Yes, it is. It's my camera case. So I was here. Well, how do you know it's yours? Open it up. There should be a 35 millimeter camera with a macro focus lens and eight rolls of undeveloped film. Oh, that's what's in here, you all see? right. You see, I must have dropped it along with the gun right after I shot Quetzal. I don't see no gun, and I certainly don't see nobody. But I felt the weight of the gun in my hands. My shoulder's still sore from the kick. What's the matter? The savage. What? The savage. Quetzal told me about this man or creature or whatever that he called the savage. He said he'd be coming tonight. He must have taken the body. Uh, now, now, what would he want with the body of a man who's been dead 65 years? I'm telling the truth. I know. A cabin. If we could only find Quetzal's cabin. Uh, that's easy. Everybody knows where the remains of Quetzal's cabin are. Not remains. It's as neat as a pin. Everything was in its place. All right, let's get back in the Jeep. I bet you better hang on. We're in for a bumpy ride. I know that, Sheriff. I've already been there once. Look familiar? I don't believe it. Why, it's a, it's a shambles. Litter, beer can. Well, local high school kids used this place for parties for years. I'm always running them out. But there was furniture, there was curtains, a calendar. There, there, there it is. I can even tell you the year without looking. 1912. Laura, that was the year old man Quetzal died. But there must be a rational explanation. The savage, he must have come up here and wrecked everything. Quetzal said he was going to attack tonight. Now, this savage of yours is a mighty convenient fellow, Mr. Hudson. 
But how does that account for the dust? What dust? Run your finger along that sill. What? That's a quarter of an inch thick. Yes, Mr. Hudson. Because nobody's lived here for 65 years. But... Now, 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 just calm down. Who is this savage, anyway? Quetzal called him Miss Cotal, the Aztec god of the hunt. He said I'd recognize him, that he was a cloud serpent with lightning arrows. Uh-huh. Quetzal told me that he was after the... The what? The treasure. What treasure? Montezuma's gold. Montezuma's gold, huh? I could have sworn that I saw it with my own eyes. I ran my fingers through coffers of gold coins. I I saw the headdress of Montezuma himself. He showed you all this, did he? Yes. No, no, no. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Ah, the doctor's right, Sheriff. I must be crazy. And just where was this fabulous treasure? I, I can't remember. Everything looks the same out here. You know, I think I think we'd better we better go back to the hospital, Mister Hudson. You seem like a nice fella. You're an overeducated guy whose imagination has got the better of him. But I'm willing to go one more round with you. If you think you could find your way back to this treasure, I I, I just want to get out of here. Now look, part of your story makes sense. It does. Hmm. Old man Quetzal was injured. And I remember my grandfather saying there's some rumor that he knew the location of a treasure. Well, then I really might have seen it. But how does that explain my my meeting this, this ghost? Well, there's more things on heaven and earth than we dream of, as the poet says. I know cops now who are using psychics for detective work for Pete's sake. Seems anything's possible these days. I know, and that's why I want to get away from here. Quetzal said that that, that savage was, was going to come here tonight. Now, we're back on that again, are we? Now, look. If I take you back to town, I'll have to return you to the hospital. Well, maybe that's where I should be. And with all due respect to the good doctor, he's a strict man. You could be there a long time as long as you stick to this crazy story. Unless you can show me some proof. You're threatening me, Sheriff. You're trying to keep me here. I am trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. You think I killed those four people, don't you? You want to pin their murders on me. Well, why not? I'm a stranger. I've been out in the desert for three weeks. I've got no alibi. And four unsolved disappearances makes you look bad. You're trying to keep me here until I confess. Now, son, that just doesn't make sense. Why not? Makes perfect sense to me. I think you're trying to drive me crazy, and I want to know why. I'm operating on only one assumption, Mr. Hudson, that somehow there's a connection between what you've gone through tonight and those disappearances. And if you can remember where you went, it just might lead us to those other four people. Now, can you see that? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I guess I just don't know what to think anymore. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try to remember. Good. Oh, my nerves. Have you have you got a cigarette? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Here. Ah, could you light it for me? My, my hands are trembling. Okay. Hey, what's the matter? Your arm. What? That tattoo on your arm. It's the cloud serpent with the lightning arrows. 
You're very observant, Mr. Hudson. You're Miss Codal. You're the savage. That's right, Mr. Hudson. I'm the savage. And by the time you finish that cigarette, you better remember just where the treasure of the Aztecs is hidden. Mysterious forces operate in the universe. But is not the most mysterious of all a terrifyingly simple one? That any person, any one of us, minding his own business, meaning no harm to no one, can at any moment be arbitrarily caught up in a web of danger and intrigue and find himself a helpless pawn in a game, the losing of which may cost him his life. I'll be back shortly with our final act. believe in free will, don't we? But for our friend Mr. Hudson, it's been in rather short supply. In fact, his last act of free will was his decision to drive off into the desert at sunset. And it now appears he may not drive out of it alive. It was you all along that Quetzal was trying to warn me against. That's right, Mr. Hudson. That's why he couldn't go to the police. That's what he meant when he said the savage had mastered the art of concealment. He said that, did he? Coming from him, I consider that a mighty high compliment. Now, now I remember where I've seen you before. At that service station. You were the attendant. You insisted on checking under my hood. You fixed this so that my car would break down. Your deduction is correct. But then who are you? The sheriff or the station attendant? Let's just say that when you're up against a ghost, you have to become something of a spirit yourself. Then Quetzal really was a ghost? Well, like I said before, there's more to heaven and earth than we know. Montezuma's treasure has been guarded by spiritual forces for four and a half centuries. My great-grandfather searched for it over a hundred years ago. He died under circumstances that were most mysterious. So does my grandfather and my father. But I have no intention of failing as they did. That it was you who killed those other people. Yeah, I thought I'd lost the trail till one day three weeks ago, a tourist showed up in my office with a story of a strange encounter with an old man who met Quetzal's description. It was then I realized I must be closer than I knew. So close, the spirit of the last Aztec descendant had had to materialize to try to trick me to my death. Unfortunately, that tourist couldn't remember where the treasure was, but you can see why I had to kill him. Wouldn't be right for every two-bit treasure hunter in the country to converge on what is mine. Yours? Mine. My family has paid for it in blood. I started arranging for people to break down out here to provide more encounters with Quetzal. He's been most obliging. But unfortunately, there's a lot of truth in the old saying that a person can't cut the same path through the desert twice. Now, I hope for both our sakes that you'll have better luck 
remembering the way. But I tell you, I don't. You've got to believe me. If I do, Mr. Hudson, you're a dead man. You wouldn't dare kill me. There are two witnesses back in town who know I'm with you. The doctor and that guy Charlie who picked me up. Well, now, Mr. Hudson, I've got some good news and some bad news. What do you mean? The good news is you're right. There are two witnesses. The bad news is you're wrong. They aren't in town. What? Bob. Charlie. Oh, Mr. Hudson. Doctor. Charlie. Unfortunately, Wes here had to let us in on his little secret. I'm sure there's enough gold that it'll just naturally divide into three even piles <laughs> when Mr. Hudson here leads us to it. Is he having any better luck than his predecessors remembering where old Quetzal's goose took him? Well, I think we're about to find out. Sure of that cigarette, Mr. Hudson? I tell you, I don't remember. We climbed for a long time. I wasn't paying any attention. Oh, he's going to be just like all the rest. I don't think so. This time, I've come prepared. What's that? Truth serum. His subconscious mind will remember the course they took. You can't do this. That treasure belongs to the Aztec. All right, grab him, Charlie. Hold him down. Okay. How long does it take to work? Just a few minutes. And when he comes to, we should have a very honest man on our hands. When's he going to come to? You sure you didn't give him too much of that stuff? Just be patient, Wes. Oh, that's easy for you to say. Three weeks ago, you didn't know this treasure existed. But I've been searching for it my whole life. And now, thanks to Doc's truth serum, I don't see as I have any more use for you two. Hey, Wes. What are you doing with that gun? <laughs> You're next, Doc. I kind of figured you'd try a stunt like this, Wes. Uh, there's just one thing. That shot I gave Mr. Hudson, it contained a small dose of a compound I added to the sodium pentothal. What's that? It's poison. Well, it won't kill him right away. And I did take the precaution of bringing along the antidote. Give me your bag. Oh, yeah. Hey. There must be 20 vials in here. That's right. And I'm the only one who knows which is the antidote. I'd say we still have a partnership, wouldn't you, Wes? Why, you... Uh, where am I? Mr. Hudson? Yes, my name is Mr. Hudson. Good. Do you remember the trail you took with Quetzal? Yes. Do you remember what it led to? It led to the treasure of Montezuma. I want you to take us there, Mr. Hudson. Okay, Mr. Hudson. Which way do we go from here? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure. There's something. My head. You must remember the way so the treasure will be safe forever. Do we keep going straight up or take that ledge? I, I don't know. Not the ledge. The ledge will give way. Remember! Of course, that's what he meant. What? The ledge! Take the ledge! Okay, 
It was you first. Me? No, I can't. I'm too dizzy. Don't give me that. Get going. Wes, Wes, don't push him, remember? The treasure is buried in a cave right at the other end of that ledge. Montezuma's treasure has last after a hundred years. Wes, be careful! Good Lord, it's a thousand feet down! That was very clever, Mr. Hudson. I think I'm going to be sick. Now, you listen to me. No. I'll make you a deal. No, I just want to get away from here. Mr. Hudson, wait. Don't you understand? That treasure belongs to the Aztecs. There's a curse on it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Mr. Hudson. Mr. Hudson. I'm going to catch him. He needs the antidote. Charlie's car. Please start. Please. Please. There are the lights of the town. What's that? What's that? Someone's following me. Oh, I've got to make it to town. I've got to get hold of someone. Tell someone where I am. Oh, I think I've lost him. There's a phone booth. Oh, just my luck. I won't have a dime. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ah, oh, there. It's good. Operator, give me 555-4037, please. What is it? Oh, no. Mister? Hey, mister. The sheriff. How can you still be alive? I saw you fall. Calm down, calm down. You're okay now. I saw you jump in Charlie's car back there. I've been following you. What? I don't understand. My name's Chester Parman. I'm the sheriff's brother. His brother? Yeah, his twin brother. What, you... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're the service station attendant. Yeah, that's right. Thank goodness I found you. You're still alive. Well, your... Your brother's dead. I can't say I'm sorry. The lure of that crazy fantasy had him turned into a madman. It's not a fantasy. There really is a treasure. I don't want to hear about it. Those mountains can keep it for all I care. Wes talked me into helping him at first. When he started killing people, I tried to pull out, but then he threatened me, his own brother. I wanted to warn you, but I was scared. Then I just couldn't let this go on any longer, so I come out here looking for you. Now, come on. I'll drive you back to your car and get it running. I figure that's the least I can do for you, huh? Just a minute. Charlie kept a gun in his car. I want to get it. What for? One of them is still alive, the doctor. I'm not taking any more chances. There we go. Your car ought to run okay now. Thanks, Chester. I ought to put a stop to this a long time ago. I guess you'll be glad to get away from here, huh? Yeah, I guess I will. You got that film you were so concerned about? Oh, no, it's still up in Quetzal's cabin. Now, if I was you, I'd forget it. Especially with that Dr. Hinckley still running around loose somewhere. Yeah, just forget it. You, uh, really saw Quetzal, huh? Yeah. And, and he showed you the treasure? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I never saw it. Oh. Well, I suppose it's just as well. Yeah. Say, are you sure you're all right? Uh, well, I feel kind of sick. I'll be okay when I'm on the open road. Thanks, Chester. All right. 
Good luck. Truth, Phil. Now what? Well, Phil, maybe I ought to go get it. I'd come right back at... Oh, no. Oh, no, it's the doctor. Just stay away. Mr. Hudson! Mr. Hudson, wait! Hold it right there! Listen, you've got to listen to me. Don't you come any closer! Don't shoot! You don't know. I, I, I'm willing to make a deal. Why should I make a deal with you? That truth, sir, I'm... I don't need you, Doc. I don't need anyone. I'm the one who knows where the treasure is. Could a spirit like Quetzal really exist? Why not? There are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in our philosophies. And the treasure of Montezuma never has been found, has it? Human knowledge has doubled in the last 50 years and will double again in the next 20. Yet along the way, there is much we have forgotten we might well have done to remember. the great pre-Columbian civilizations off Central America really dead? Could the people who built the vast pyramids of the Yucatan disappear without a trace? Perhaps, for no civilization can live forever, even ours. But something of a culture can survive, even if it is only the mysterious power to keep its secrets safe from the prying eyes of modern man. Our cast included Mason Adams, Bob Dryden, Ken Harvey, and Court Benson. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour allergy capsule, by Exlax and General Electric Citizen Band Radios. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time... Pleasant dreams. <laughs>